Hi everyone, this is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. Featuring your hosts, Taylor Bradley and Alex Yankovich. What's up guys and welcome back to yet another amazing episode of Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. I am your host, Taylor Bradley, and I am joined by my beautiful best friend, co-host, Alex Yankovich. We'd like to start off by wishing you all a very happy St. Patrick's Day. We have probably our best episode yet. Later on, we'll be joined by a very dear friend of ours, Micah Clark. He's an incredible dancer from Salt Lake City, who Alex and I have both had the pleasure of working with at Cirque du Soleil's The Beatles Love, so can't wait to uh, share all of his incredible knowledge that he has. But before we get there, let's do a little housekeeping. First off, make sure that we're friends. We're hanging out, right? We are on social media, on Instagram at Inside Dance Podcast. Also, make sure you're following our friends, our partners over at Inside Dance Magazine. They are also on Instagram at Inside Dance Mag. Lastly, we want to hear from you, and I mean that. What's going on in your brain? What are you thinking? Is it your birthday? Do you have a shout out? Anything at all, please feel free to write us. Our email address is insidedancepodcast at gmail.com. So please let us know what you're thinking uh, and let's get this conversation going, right? Now, before we dive into our community spotlight, I just have to say, Alex and I, both were in person today in the same space. It might have been a photo studio. Um, we are both just beaming with excitement. We have an amazing project on the horizon that we can't wait to share with you guys. Right now, we have to keep it under wraps, but just trust me when I say there's some goodness in store. And similarly, it was just so good to see Alex, right? We do so much of our work remotely and via Zoom. So uh, there's nothing better than actually being with uh, my co-host, my best friend in real life, in person. So that energy just sets the tone for our episode today. Alex, why don't you kick us off with our community spotlight for the week? This week for our community spotlight, we chose Americans for the Arts. I know in the midst of the pandemic, we have seen the arts struggle to stay alive and continue to positively influence our lives. Not being able to go see shows, for our students really trying to work on learning from home, exercising their left and right brain, it's been super tough. And suddenly being restricted to our homes has helped us realize that the importance of exercising our brains in a creative and artistic way is vital. Americans for the Arts has really had their mindset to keep the arts and arts education alive even before this global pandemic, and they're committed to it now more than ever. Their mission is to build recognition and support for the extraordinary and dynamic value of the arts and to lead, serve, advance the diverse networks of organizations and individuals who cultivate the arts in America. One of their goals is to lead and develop individuals and organizations to strengthen their capacity to serve communities through the arts and to help build an environment in which arts education thrives. They have such an incredible board and many ways to not only donate your dollar, but also get involved and participate in internships if you are interested. You can find all of this information on their website at www.americansforthearts.org, and you can also sign up for their e-news. We will have their links posted in the description below. Awesome. Well, everybody, welcome to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. We have an incredible guest for you today. As per usual, we just have such an awesome community. So today we would love to introduce you to our good friend and just one of 
the best performers and dancers and creators out there that we know. Um, his name is Micah Clark. So everybody, round of applause for Micah Clark in the house. What's up, Micah? How you doing, man? I'm on this side dance. Hey, I made it, Mom. We're here. No, Michael, we're so excited to have you on and just kind of to elaborate on what Alex said for our listeners. Micah is one of the most, um, I think passionate is a good word. He's one of the most passionate and compassionate performers out there that I know, like not only as a um, performer, but as a castmate. Um, he, we're going to dive into all of his career and whatnot, but um, he was a dancer at Beatles Love as well. Um, and I had the beautiful opportunity to sit in the same dressing room with him. And so um, some of the conversations that we have, like the deepest, most insightful, cathartic conversations. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, And that also applies to his dancing, his teaching. Um, just, he's a beautiful soul to everyone that he meets. So we're excited to bring him to your ears. So oh, um, Michael, what's been going on? I mean, have you been staying well through the, through the craziness? Man, it's been, you know, and you know me, you know me, I'm honest. It's been depressing. <laughs> Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? It's been, it's been depressing. It's been the blessing. It's been, it's been just everything. You know, it's like, it's like, I feel like when there's silence in any situation, the world gets so loud. You know what I mean? And, and it, and it becomes like, uh, like, like things that you haven't answered in yourself either become a test or like, it's just, it's just been really interesting in the best ways. Cause it's, uh, it's allowed me a moment to kind of look back at myself, um, look back at what I've honestly, and this is like, I realize what I've projected onto others, what, what dance really means, what entertainment means, like what it like, like so many things have been, it's just been so great. And I, I don't think I've ever, as artists, we've ever had this much time to just kind of sit in our beautiful mess. You know what I mean? So it's been a blessing is what that is quickly. <laughs> That's such a good takeaway. And I don't want to project on you, but I bet the rest has been really good. Oh, like, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, it. I can't even I, I don't know how you guys, but I had to do a, a, a freestyle video where we went full out. And I was like, oh, my God, I was in shape because 20 seconds passed. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, you guys got one more. I was like, one more. I'm not, why? No, sir. It is a one and done situation in this quarantine. <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's, it's so real. It's not even funny. It's like, it becomes, it's been a great challenge to be like, all right, if I really want to do this once, uh, snap up, button up, we about to get on the pony and ride. Cause, and I literally am talking to him. I was like, Hey, do you have your angles down? Cause I got me down. Cause I'm about to do it. Uh, uno mento. <laughs> Basically, what we're saying is quarantine has taught all dancers to be lazy and efficient. It's like, yeah. let's get it done one time. I don't have the yeah. stamina. I don't have the endurance. So let's yeah. kill it. All right. You got yeah. this. I'm it's, totally it's, kidding. But. It's, been, it's been so fun. I, we did a uh, traveling has been very interesting. And like, and like uh, freaking community, even we're physical people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like there's, I don't know how you guys are, but like, teaching without being able to like touch someone Man. I love that that sounded, that sounded like it sounded a like slap. a snake instead of like a, I'm just gonna lay my sh- my hand on your yeah. shoulder and you yeah. like, <laughs> No, but no, it's, I, I completely agree with you. It's, it's difficult to sometimes because 
you know, even with me as being, when I'm, I'm a lot more of a student, I'm a teacher like so much right now, but I, you know, I was a student last night and it's hard to adjust. Like it's easier when a teacher can tell you like, Hey, your yeah. rib is out. Like you're not pulling up and yeah. it's easier if they put their hand there it, to tell you. I like, I, I miss it so much. And then it's because it's like, I love, I didn't realize how much I do love contact improv and, and, uh, what that, what that literally did for me as medicine. It's because it's like, that's the most honest conversation you could have with somebody, especially like when you're like, when you're lifting someone and like Taylor, you guys, you guys are the prime example. One of the best partnerships I've seen. It's because you guys have so much history and chemistry together. You can't, you can't really teach that, you know? And so I guess the, the, the thing I missed was the struggle of the honesty when like you first have that contact with someone and it's like, whoa. I'm trusting you. Are you trusting me? Because we're about to do it. And like, we, we did something like that. And I couldn't even be in the moment because I could all, all I could do is think about what I missed and then how everybody's like, dang, are you thinking about COVID right now? Are you holding your breath? Like, do you, like, are we, are we really releasing? Ah, all right, let's just stop. You know? Wow. But, that's so, that's so beautiful. And it's, it's, you're right. It's, it's, we get so accustomed to having those physical conversations as dancers that then they're like, no touching six feet. And you're like, do I even know this language anymore? So then when you do get back to it, you're like, what is happening? But, and, uh, and how do, and how do you build that gap in between? You know what I mean? Like, where is that? It's, I think this has been a great place because when, in, when we are allowed to do that again, the amount of homework that has, has already been done and the struggle and the pain, cause art's built from pain. Let's be real it's going to be so, I mean, it's going to be like a freaking 4th of July, you know, it's, it's like, it's almost, I like can't wait for it. Or do we adjust forever? You know, mm, it's, that's it. Very in, insightful and thoughtful question. So uh, deep thoughts with Micah Clark. I told you guys, yeah. she's one of the most compassionate people I know. So, um, well, let's, let's uh, take it from the top to be cliche. Right. I definitely want to dive back into everything that you were saying about, um, you know, where dance is now and that, that communication, that almost um, soul connection that you have with people when you're dancing. But from the very beginning, could you tell our listeners where you're from, how you got into dance um, and ultimately kind of, in uh in 10 words or less no but in a brief yeah. statement yeah. or in a brief description how you kind of got up to where you are now i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the cliff points because it's it's like stories within stories within stories within a riddle within a maze inside of a jelly bean yeah. um <laughs> i i'm a preacher's son uh we always couldn't dance but i was always known for music I'm from Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah. And so there's not a lot of black people out there, let's be honest. I was a raisin in the snow. And so being that raisin, stereotypes were believed. Like, you can dance, go. And so my first interaction was like, uh, they were playing the song. We were at this boys and girls club. And someone was like, you can dance, go. And I knew the beat. And I just went out there and I was scared of crap. And I did the wrong thing. And I embarrassed someone who was a dancer. And I was like, oh man, this stuff's easy. Dude pants me. Most embarrassing thing ever happened in my life. And like, this is not to be too like, uh, like I'm not gonna get too many details in it, but this was like seventh grade, Micah. And so this is like about to go into teenage. Whoop. 
felt like the movie came on. Anyway, point to me, this and the other. I was like, I'll never lose dance again after this moment. I will never. Yeah, exactly. And so after that, 15 years passed, I literally get a call on the phone. This literally uh, lady's friend, friend of my aunt. Hey, are you black? I said, well, yes, indeed I am. She's like, well, we're doing high school musical. There's not a lot of colored people here. Would you like to come? I was like, wow, that's shockingly blunt. I would love to. Went there, met some people <laughs> that changed my life. And my, that's why I said it's, it's stories within stories. And then from there, I started dancing. Like I met some guys that introduced me to locking, told me what funk was. And literally, it just literally at 19 just started rolling. I, I, was, I started dancing. Then I started teaching. Didn't even know what a count was. But I could like, I knew music. And so I could like scat everything. And so my first like time teaching ever, I'm like, you're going to go boop, ba, ba, dee, ba, do, da, da, dee, do. Six, seven, eight, eight, a boop. And it was, it was literally, it was that. And then, and I just got blessed and blessed and blessed and blessed and just started approaching like movement from so many different areas. But that's, that's kind of my origin story in a nutshell ish. Micah, I love your story so much because, you know, for, for me, and I think for Taylor, all of our stories are different but they all, we all have similar through lines and your story is just seriously so unique. And it, it, it like, it makes me so incredibly happy. I can't even like describe it to you. And you bring up a point that Taylor and I talk about all the time and that I preach to my students. Sometimes you can't um, know everything before you dive into it. Sometimes you just got to jump and Absolutely. you figure it out and you have to fail. And like a lot of times when you're teaching a little kid how to roll on the floor, you just have to do it. You just have to roll. You like, I can't tell you how to tuck your knee. We can go through that technique later. We can find those details later. You just got to go for it. And it's the same with teaching. And I just love your, I love your training story. And I also have to mention for our listeners, you know, Micah is just one of the best lockers, house dancers that I know. And I've been very blessed and Taylor as well to be able to take his classes, especially when we were working at love together and learn that because that's something I have no idea about. I'm learning a completely new style. And I remember like when I first started working at love, you're like, okay, yeah, we're going out tonight. Um, like everyone was so welcoming. I'm like, cool. Oh my God, we're going out. Like I just gave, like came out of college. I'm like, yeah, like we're going out. It's gonna be so fun. (laughs) And you're like, no, no, no. Going out is like, we're gonna, we're gonna be in a cipher. Like we're gonna go in a circle and we're gonna dance. And I'm like, oh my God, what? Like people are dancing. (laughs) At the bars, like that, and you killed it, and you killed it. Let's be honest. I was so shy, and like I felt so insecure, but I slowly warmed up to it. But eventually, eventually, like it felt natural to me. But that was something like you know, coming from my background, like you don't dance on your free time, and like, and it was just such a different, different mindset. So I like you are such a blessing to me in that way because you kind of opened me up to this world, and um, then I realized that that's a whole that's it's that culture, that social dancing that brings people together. It's not just this competitive, competitive aspect. And it's so crazy. Cause it's like, I, I, I'll never forget. I never forget when I saw Taylor for the first time too, but I never forget when I saw you come into the thing. I was like, dang, man, it, it's, it, it is so weird because like from my perspective, from the freestyle world, when I look at you guys, the, the, I, the word that comes to mind is majesty because there's such a, there's, I can see the whole time in your craft. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, I, I, 
I was so glad when you got the Eleanor solo because it's like I've seen like I've seen you freestyle and I like because I'm freestyling I feel like I get to when I watch people dance I go not judging but trying to absorb their character and it's so amazing I've always loved Broadway and so when I saw I Taylor I saw you in Showstoppers I was like this one and I don't know though but it's I it's love a, that remix. Is that is that Tiesto or who? It, who's it that? was. It's it's a little John. He kind of fell down the stairs and hit his. Of lip. course he did. <laughs> so it was like, it was, sorry about the mumble, but but it's 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 such a like. There's so much big respects on both worlds, you know, because it's like from my thing, structure wasn't the thing. You got to be able to pull from your paints all the time, you know. And then all of a sudden, if someone says, "Hey, just paint this apple," what? An apple but I'm over here doing finger paintings, but can you paint an apple very well? You know what I mean? And I couldn't because I was like, but it'll take away from what I'm real. Cause I'm, I'm an, I'm, I'm a hip hopper, but like it would, cause it like, I don't know. It, it's just such a, it we was such a, we ahead. don't give our, we don't give ourselves enough credit to compartmentalize. Yeah. Like, we are like, I do that all the time. I'm like, this is me. Like, I'm this. Why would I? And, but we are able as dancers to compartmentalize. And that was a skill I learned a lot later from you. But, but yeah, you, you put that so beautifully. Something that I know, Micah, we've talked about at ends is that dance is, it's movement. It's all movement. It doesn't matter if you're doing a Balanchine ballet. It doesn't matter if you're just, you know, grooving. If you get good news and you're so excited and you start dancing, right? It's movement. It's the expression of emotions. And I feel like, Alex, it's it's kind of a, I don't want to say a downside um, to growing up in the competition world, but we are literally competing in divisions, in categories, in jazz, palm, acro, whatever, you know? And so um, I feel like it was definitely a transition for me first when I got to college to be like, oh, I am more than X, Y, and Z. Like I'm also the rest of the alphabet and am able to do that. But then beyond that, like, especially the community feeling at love, everything that Mike is talking about, these soul sessions, these groove sessions, I'm like, forget the alphabet. I'm just a human that with a body that I can move. And that's something that I'm so grateful for. And something that I know we talk about versatility all the time, but I try and instill in my kids now, because I'm like, if I knew that when I was 16, I would be so much, I'd be much more fearless and just like, sure, I'll go take a pop in class. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to try because it's just movement and it's body awareness. But it becomes like, I, Oh, thank you for quote dropping in my head. Dancers, artists are a lot, a lot like are a lot like warriors because you have to approach every day as a new, every day, and every day new challenge. Literally, like I think what always admired me about people that could pick up choreography and like it was a long time and a hard thing for me to pick my head up in choreography because I was so in my head of like I have to get this down, I have to do this, and when I see people do it, literally fearless, it blows my mind. Because it's like, they're not only in a world, it's like, and I didn't understand this until my friend did a show and he put it in perspective that literally blew my mind. He's a rapper, South Africa, quick side story. He goes and he's doing, and this guy starts booing him. He's like, all right, come on stage. Invites the guy on stage. He goes and he starts doing stuff. And then people start booing him because the guy was booing my friend. He said, no, let's get behind him. Let's cheer him on. We're cheering him on. We're getting everything going. And then the guy freezes because the first time in life, he saw it from the other side. 
and he saw it from the other's perspective. And then that to me clicked. I was like, whoa, I, I would never be able to see that until I saw this opportunity. And people, that's why like it, it fears me about arts is because like people really don't know how advanced it is now. Like, and it's insanely advanced. Like the things that like, Taylor, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about you because you, you amazing. Taylor is how tall are you? Six two, six three. Uh, six two. I can be six one. I can be six four. What's the audition? Let me know. <laughs> Taylor is one of the most amazing showmans I've seen because when I watch you dance as a tall person, because I'm five eleven, six foot in my Tinder profile before I got married. Hey, baby, I love you. Um, get out of here. <laughs> to do things as a tall person is extremely difficult, but you got to make it look as light as you four foot five. That, that, and you, you and me know that, but that ability can't be seen, can't be talked about, can't even shown. And then when I found out what girls go through, Alex, like you guys, I found that out through ballroom. I'm standing there like just doing some, oh, you know, la cucarachas and the girl's doing all this. I'm like, well, I did nothing. And I'm on stage with her doing okay and then we and we might get paid the same and she did all this eighty and a one and a two and then a dip split huh? i could lift huh? seven and, da, da, da. and all i did is huh? that perfectly you know what i mean i know but like we all just saw the exact same routine in our head <laughs> <laughs> but like it's and then like and i get excited about it but it made me covid and all this helped me realize wow who am i to think that all my experiences should be known by the people that I'm expecting to get judged by. And so when that, like, when that dawned on me, I was like, well, I'm sick of clinging to expectations. I'm going to start letting things go. And that's why I love improv. I had to dip back into why I did it because it's, it's a, it's a, it's a personal thing because it's like, and like, for me, I, I did this way, but I realized that what I have problem with is also having confidence in my structure because also bleeding out. Cause you know how we are. I just tell my whole life, I am not confident in who I am, especially if you have to set me up. That's why, that's why I struggle with choreography. I can remember choreo, but if you set me up in a picture, I'm afraid you're going to see me for everything I am. And it's not going to be good enough. It's that vulnerability that we have as, as artists of, you're on stage and, and, and you literally are opening up yourself, like you said, to judgment, to expectations, to, but it's when you can block that out and kind of look inward, which I'm saying all this is, I'm still figuring out this journey. So please don't make it seem like I like, oh yeah, this is the solution. Cause I'm still figuring it out, but it's blocking that out, looking within and then finding that internal artistry. And then again, being brave enough and confident in that to then retake that out of yourself and present it to all those people and boldly be like, I don't care. This is who I am, which is a really hard thing. And that's circling back to what you're saying about dance is so advanced. It's like the artistry, the, you know, you talk about the different hemispheres of your brain and being in touch with both of them. And, um, it, it really is a, um, it's, it's, it's so cliche to say dance is therapy, but it really is. Cause you're having, you're your own cheapest therapist, right? You and your Spotify Absolutely. subscription and, and you're going in to do that shadow work, that demon work or celebrate your victories and, and be okay with that and expressing it through movement, which is both beautiful, daunting, exciting, and gives me anxiety at the same time. It's like it, there was a, there was an artist named Karis, Karis one. He explained the cipher. 
like even back from tribal days back in the day, we all were surrounded and would gather around the fire. It's where stories would take place. It's where history would be passed down. And even in bigger celebrations, it's where the dance of, life, of, of everything, like, oh, the harvest, the harvest is coming. This is the harvest dance. Oh, this is, oh, oh, we just got the pumpkin season and now it's mating season between the two ducks that mean that life is I gonna just, be great. I just rewatched A Bug's Life, so this is all making so much uh, sense to me. <laughs> I hate <laughs> both of you so much. So everything you're saying, I'm like, uh, yes, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Not well, A Bug's can- Life. <laughs> But like, I mean, a bug's life, that's, that's real stuff. But like the circle was so like, real. that's what, that's what it was about. And like, first off, if we're talking about Disney movies, Inside Out is the, everyone should, that should be in college exams. That movie is freaking great. Anyway. The train of thought that runs away always, that's me driving the train everywhere. <laughs> what What's in this train? Is like, I don't know. We just throw random things. It doesn't I don't really know. Matter. Just keep going somewhere. Ooh, look, uh, go that way. Anyway, like, sorry. Okay, I'm redirecting the train back to what you're yeah, saying, the cipher, because cool. I think this is something that you are super knowledgeable about, and I would love yeah. um, for our listeners to hear more about it. So we're gathering, we're bugs life dancing, we're harvesting. Yes, Proceed. we're harvesting, we're seeing, we're, you know, we're getting ready to fight the grasshoppers. And what the cipher really is about is social. So when people go in and then you're like, I, it, it always bugs me, and I have to tell my students, when you're looking at the mirror, that's the, that's the, that's the opposite of what's going on. Because what's supposed to be going on is you're supposed to having a social connection with people like in a, in a cipher. So why it scares people is because all of a sudden you're in the middle and then all of a sudden you're going to be judged. But those same people can be on stage by themselves in a solo and still did. But we forget to open that door and apply that door there because it hasn't been exercised. And then it's also not encouraged because ego becomes into play. Now I got to get an ooh and an ah. Now I got to get a like, oh. <gasps> I got to do be as good as this person instead of like my, my boy Jeffrey says this word and it's the biggest thing I incorporate with all ciphers. It's about edifying my greatness equals your greatness and your greatness equals the other person's greatness. And then that greatness sometimes gets into ego and it, and it doesn't equal what it's supposed to. And it should equal literally openness, opportunity, honesty is the biggest thing that ciphers are supposed to be about. You're supposed to be able to go on a cipher and literally go. I was taught, even if you don't want to go, go because you saying no is literally being you're, you're responsible for that energy and if you don't want to go then kind of just go out of the side of the cipher and that's okay too you know what i mean but it's it's literally where you grow and learn like i've been in i've been with some scary people and then all of a sudden they're like oh what yo let's go in the cipher and literally they it looks like they're about to fight and then they get done they shake hands everything was on the floor and it's finished, you know, but like, it's, it's, it's hard to teach, um, individual, especially in these days. And like, I'm, I don't know, I'm COVID's gave me a lot. I'm, I've learned a lot more of what I'm going to just be honest, what women go through. Cause like, I've been the, the expectation women have men don't even have close, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I've, I've been watching things, having my little sister, seeing the, the, the things that you have to go through, even in dance. Like there's just, there's all these walls that you, these things that you feel like you feel have to fit. The cypher is supposed to be that place where you can literally go and just do whatever, you know? But like, and I think, and last little thing, I think why people get scared of it is because the language of music, you know, ciphers, 
it's it's the social dance. So if you haven't like practiced things that social dance, then I personally love ciphers with like freaking every music. You know how long it took me to find Radiohead? Oh my gosh. And it wasn't until I started having some friends that had different music. And I was like, what was I doing? I, I heard a Radiohead three, two years ago. What? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. No. And I feel like you, you would relate to that music so much. I mean, any music is so, I feel like I'm talking um, so ethereal right now, but all music has these like dimensions and wormholes in all of them. I, I, I'm going on like such a, yeah. such I'm a here with you. I'm here with you. Keep it going. <laughs> Radiohead really finds a way. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't love, love them. Like you, you listen to their music and you feel like you're, you're finding all of these emotional pockets that you didn't know you had when you listen to them. And, and even to tag into the cypher thing with the same Radiohead, the most universal, the language that is spoken throughout all anything is sound. Sound and music speaks through all. It, 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 it doesn't matter. If I'm... You know that's house. You know what I mean? Or if I'm doing anything, I will never forget my... The, when I found out music is international, I went to a group. Uh, or event called Hip Hop International. Little Japanese kids came up. I'm grooving, and they're copying me. And I was literally just teaching them moves. And I'm like, oh my god, we didn't communicate. We didn't say a word, and we were dancing for like three hours. With and like before the teacher and me I was like, oh, this is creepy, man. I can't be dancing with these little kids, man. Someone gonna think of something. It was so genuine. It was so whatever. It was beautiful, and it was and it was the language of love, which is just movement sound just responding sorry go ahead and i feel like with with ciphers they are this energy circle and for someone like me who loves structure i love you know being told exactly what to do for the same for those same reasons i love ciphers because like there are no rules but the structure is there are no rules so like at least that if there's that reverse structure there like i feel like i have that freedom and i think you and i have talked about you know the um downside of imitation and how we are in this time now with like TikTok and learning choreography online and things like that. We're just learning how to imitate it rather than emulate. And it's really important. Those ciphers I feel like, and soul sessions are a place where we're not imitating people. And we're really coming from that. Like you said, honesty, we're coming from that true, honest self feeling that music and not thinking about anything. It's just like a meditation where you, when you're meditating and your mind is going into that flow and you're not thinking you're just moving through, you know, what I, for meditation to me, it's like a brain river. That's where that cipher is. Like, it's just the most healing, healing portion. And I will do it in my room. And I don't even know if I can call it a cipher if it's just by myself, because I it feel is. like it needs to be that energy circle, but it is, it's, it's, and like, I approach ciphers and anything in freestyling, almost imagine yourself thinking of a blank room and that's almost impossible sometimes. And so <clears throat> If you had to think of a blank room, the first thing I go, I think of a corner, just the corners that meet. And then slowly I expand my world from there. And then so, so sometimes I know the blank room is not always going to be there. But then if I can only focus on this wall, I focus on building my room. Because even in a cipher, because like, it's almost like saying, all right, do anything you want. I've been taught a lot of things. You got to be a little bit more specific. And so in and ciphers are individual, anything. This is why I, I was such an osh posh of everything because I would literally learn something. And then the second I learned it, I would go try to incorporate it into everything else and almost look at it as like cooking ingredients. 
you know, like sprinkling. Oh man, I love tap. Can't tap, but I can body percussion. I can pl- I play the drums all my life. And so I would fake, fake all the sounds I'd hear with tap. Oh man, now I want to incorporate tap in um, the ballet I do. That doesn't, that's stupid. Stupid who? Try it. Relating kind of back to what you said earlier about, you know, learning choreography and being kind of fearful of how um, you would be seen and the and people seeing you. Um, I've watched, you know, the new uh, video that you were a part of called Hum. And I would love for you to just kind of, you wrote a beautiful message. I, I don't want to take those words from you. So if you can tell us a little bit about how this project came to be that you did recently, um, and we'll definitely uh, share it with our listeners so people can see. Uh, just tell us a little bit about how that came to be. It was, that was, um, it was, uh, I might get emotional because it was, it was, it was, uh, it tagged in a lot of uh, amazing things at the time. It literally tapped in, it questioned me. I, I prayed and I was like, God, man, why doesn't people believe in me? You know, and then the answer was literally like, uh, you don't believe in yourself. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to believe in myself. And next time I get an opportunity, do that. Bring, bring, bring. Hey, man, I got, a, I got an idea I want to do for you. I was like, okay, cool. Before he even said, tell me what it was. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's go. And it was a, a friend of mine, um, Alan Salazar. And I like revere his stuff. He is like a, he's such a musical genius. He was, he was one of the people, because I always knew I was musical, but he would show me things in movement that I'm like, what? That's there? And then I listened to the song. I couldn't hear it. And then I watched his movement and it would. So he was always someone I wanted to get. And so he asked me to do this thing. And so I'm thinking I'm going to be like a side person because that's where I've already put myself in my head. And then he starts telling me the whole story. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. what do you mean? I was like, oh yeah, it's with this guy named, amazing person, by the way, amazing human being, Joshua Keebley, who like, he, he basically understudied for Hans Zimmer for a while. And so, and he did the basically music soundtrack for Planet Earth and all these things. And like, I'm hearing this and I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. This, I'm the wrong person for this. This is a contemporary thing. I was like, I love it. And I, and I would be honored. It would be my, but I was like, I don't think I'm accurately going to tell the story the way it needs to. And I, I, and the coward started to creep up. I was like, oh, oh you're gonna let him down. Uh, sneak out, get out now, get out now. You don't, wanna, you don't wanna do this again. And then uh, a slap happened. And I was like, you know what? And then this, I've been living my life by this scenario recently. I was like, if you tried your best and gave everything you could in that exact moment and didn't literally, literally exhausted yourself just for the sake of it, because you can. You ain't got time right now. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't got nothing to do tomorrow. It's COVID, man. And you get this blessing. Why not? And uh, it was shocking how many answers and excuses I came up with. Because there wasn't, you know what I mean? There's there's not a... Yeah, and I, it's so crazy, because I think, not that it matters how people view you, but people, like, <laughs> everyone's your biggest... Fan. And I, and I, I don't want this to be a therapy session, but like, no, you're so I'm amazing. tearing up. I don't know what you're talking I, I, about. Yeah, I'm getting so it emotional. Was, I want you to believe like ugh. how amazing you are. And I hope that this video is like kind of not proof of that. Cause it's like, you're so talented and so wonderful. But, it, but like, thank you so much. And like, and you have no idea what it means. Cause to hear that from you guys, but it's like, I feel like it's the, uh, 
it, it's the it's the thing we're going through. I was like, but what does it mean if it doesn't mean anything for me? And then that's what that was. And they, Alan, like he he just he believed in me, and it felt really good, you know, for the first time. And it was like, and it wasn't the first time. It was the first time someone believed in me, and I chose to believe in myself. And it was beautiful. He he's he's such a fan of circus, and so he invited the wife. He put us up in a hotel. We didn't get to do much because of a whole like it was, it was it was it was the most beautiful thing. And then like, in the middle of because uh, I cried in the video, and we're getting ready to do that scene, and like he they, they literally set up a door in the middle of this like thing, and this amazing guy named Greg who was taking the pictures. He goes like, "Hey man." If you could cry right now, that would be great. <laughs> and I go, huh? He was like, only if you mean it. But if you could go there, go. And he said it with such like, it wasn't a joke. It wasn't a, hey, if you could, go for it. Only if you mean it. And, I, and it literally, decide. There's, there's no try, you know? There's too many times in like, and like, a whole bunch of things and in any aspect of anything you have, we have already decided the limits that we're accepting and we're, we're willing to believe. And before that is even like, before the, the, before the future's even been passed, I've already decided I'm not good at contemporary. I'm not this, but I love it. Oh my God. I love it so much. And instead of approaching it from the, like, I'm not good at it right now. I, I did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can now because that's what I am and you're worth it. I'm worth it. And I'm just going to start, stop treating myself like the worst enemy and like this. And it was, it was, it was the, the whole experience having him there, having being, him be able to tell the vision. There was people there that like were literally some of like, you, have you seen Rihanna's uh, drag race? Um, do you know, you, you see that black guy that was doing all this stuff? Yes. That mother sucker was there. Jackson Willard, shout out to you, homie. And Jackson was there. This guy, My, Miles, Liv, Wifey, Marquette, so many people that were like amazing. I'm about to, but were there and he still chose me. And it was, it was an amazing experience. And I just, I, I'll never be so just grateful for all of them for that. You know, uh, Micah, I, we really appreciate you sharing all that with us and being super vulnerable. There was something I wrote down this morning, which was so cheesy because I was rewatching that beautiful video. And, you know, it was a time when I saw you, saw you dancing. And I was like, Oh my God, this is like how I picture Micah. Like this is how I picture Micah's essence and Micah's performance. So it was really interesting because the video really emulates you, even though I know it's like inspired by so many things, like they just hit it right on the head when they chose you, you know, to really like get this message across. But there was something I, I wrote down uh, because of your caption and about how like you along the lines of what you had just spoken about, like feeling like you don't want people to see the real you and, and just believing in yourself, like feeling like you can't believe that you could do this. But if you could read that for us, just so yeah. I don't. I'm Let me sure. see. I think okay. it was. Um, was it? I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> oh, blessed to be a part of this room with such amazing, talent, beautiful beings. Mm-hmm. I never felt good enough for anything, and I struggled to believe my worth. So, thank you for believing me to help me believe in myself. Forever grateful. Yes. And 
Yeah, I that just was, got chills. So there's that. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like as dancers, this was like kind of the thing I was writing down. I just kind of like journaling, reflecting on that message is that I feel like as dancers, we try so hard to fit in and fitting in is a part of it. You know, when you're dancing as a group, like you have to fit in, you have to all be the ensemble. But I feel like our goals as dancers should be like, it's that struggle of finding like not where we fit in, but where like our true self is best seen and believed in, like going along the lines of what Mm. you said, like it's, it's this never ending, ending journey. But I I feel like we, we are always struggling with that. Like as dancers, like I want to fit in, but I also like, I want my true talents to be seen. And it's really hard to find that. Yeah. The, The word that comes to mind is authenticity, both as a person, a performer, a communicator, and kind of circling back to, um, what you were saying earlier when you were at Hip Hop International, um, dancing with somebody, it's that raw communication. I feel like I, I talk about this with one of my my dance teachers and mentors, Sharice Wakeham, a lot. It's that there is a beauty in beauty, right? There's a beauty in poetry. And that's why people love it, because it's perfected and it's eloquent and it sounds great. Sorry, I have a barking dog in the background. <laughs> Authenticity, everyone. But there's also... Um, Sometimes I feel like I get in my head about like, oh, well, I need to word that correctly or my business professional email. And then I lose what I'm trying to say because I'm trying to present it and wrap it up in such a beautiful way that then my message is contorted and sounds awkward. Whereas like, I'm not saying you should email your boss and be like, hey girl, what's up? But at the same time, when it comes to that vulnerability, that authenticity, that, um, that, that, that bravery that comes with just speaking your truth, mm-hmm. it is so, so, so powerful. And I know it, I, just echoing what Alex said, like in that video, your, your movement, your, your, like that director, he said, only do it if you mean it. And you could see you meant everything that you did, which is so beautiful and touching to us as an audience and a viewer. Thank you, man. It's, it's, it's so funny. Cause it's like, I, uh, I love, I'm in this thing of like saying exactly what I would say behind someone's back, something good to their face and undeniably. And it's so uncomfortable still. Cause it's like, it's like, Oh, what if they think I'm a good, that's so, why do I, that it's such out of practice being real that it like, it's now become a, a an, an offense, you know, like when someone's honest and says something, it's like, Whoa, did you, are you commenting about my whole family tree right now? Or are you just, oh, wait, you're just talking about the moment. But it was, I don't know, man. It's this year, especially in last year, has gave me such a reality of like, we have to give ourselves more credit. Like it. Mm, say that it, one again. We, we have to. You know what I mean? Like, and like, I, I kid you not. Like, I, I always looked at you guys, you two especially, because you, I mean, I think because you guys are like grew up with each other and you have a lot of the same dynamic and presentation to your performance it is for you guys to go and to be able to learn this core like i could throw anything at you and if i taught it right i know you get it that to me is like people don't really that's like a jekyll and mr high type thing we literally have to go from this mindset to a whole different mindset but not only emulating it through movement but through thoughts and connection because people really feel that you, they really do they and like we don't get enough credit for it because we'll do it again and again and again and again. And then sometimes if we're desperate, we'll do it for like 10 bucks. 
and then look at it and say, oh, it's an opportunity for you because you get to do art. He was like, no, shut the bleep, 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 bleep. I'm censoring myself up. And we do it because it honestly feels good. And so it's like, it feels good. And it's something we were called to do. If we weren't doing it, we'd be lying to ourselves. And so it's such a, it's the biggest thing to me. And like something hit me and if, if there's strength and pain, my God, giants are being born right now in many ways. And that strength has to be acknowledged. And I refuse not to acknowledge that I'm not in pain because it is real, but it's still okay. Because if I look at, if like, and my, um, our grandfather said this before he died. He's like, if I looked at everything I went through and I had to look at that, like I'm standing on something, I'm pretty freaking tall, you know? And it's like, it, it, it always amazes me the humility of like, and it's usually the ones that are some of the greatest that are the most humble because, or the most like, I gotta, I gotta do this. I and yeah, Alex, I'm calling you out. Okay. Cause Alex will do this. Don't like, come on stage. I don't know if I got that one. And I'm like, what? If that's your status of, I don't know. God dang. But you know what I mean? And cause, and you, and Taylor, Taylor, you the same way. We all are. We do these phenomenal things and learn them in like a crazy amount of time, intricacies and ins and outs and all of a sudden having doing this. And like, sometimes we pick, we artists always pick up. Like you, you guys have been to an event where like, and Taylor, I know, cause I've heard this from you too, where someone has no idea what they're doing. <laughs> You're like, well, maybe Me you throughout did this, most this. of my life, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and this is, this is no thing to them, but like, cause like sometimes when you get to that area, like people kind of forget. And then we just go, well, if you did this, 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 and this, 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 it would go great. Oh, okay. All right. But like, I mean, we are, we are great people and we don't give ourselves enough credit. I, I completely agree. And I think for all dancers across the board, we need to give ourselves more credit and that I cannot tell you the amount of times, like, I, I always feel like I'm not enough. Like, even like at love, like, you know, learning styles that are not, I'm not used to, I constantly be like, I'm not enough. Like the fact that I can't, you know, pick this up and like execute it correctly. I'm not enough. I feel like, and I, I know I'm not the only one. I know everybody feels like that. Like, just like you said. So I feel like this is a great time and a blessing to reflect. Let's all give ourselves enough credit for going through a pandemic and adjusting and adapting and being like, okay, I'm going to teach online. Okay. I'm going to do this. I'm going to make sure I'm making it work and, and continuing to be inspired. So let's all just take a moment to, to have like a breath. And to flip that internal conversation because all it takes, like even in sitting here and talking with you, Micah and Alex, and it's like, I feel so much better about the rest Mm. of my day. And all it takes is talking about it. And then like, oh yeah, a gentle reminder. And, you know, I always say like, um, we're, we're very big on uplifting our community. And and that's like right now, this last hour has been such a pristine example of that. And, um, so I, yeah, I, I, I can't thank you enough, Micah, for, for your time today, for your wisdom, for, I mean, I, like Alex said, I wish this could be like a 10 part series. Cause, um, I, I feel like there's, there's so much ground to cover, but I'm so grateful to have you on grateful for your friendship, grateful to share your knowledge with our listeners. But, um, 
If our listeners want to continue to follow up with you, which they absolutely should, um, where can they find you? Where can they, I mean, I know we're going to post this, the, the, the video that you had talked about in our description below, but um, if they want to follow you on social media or anything like that, how can they do that? Social media, I am Micah Clark 23 and Facebook. I'm just Micah Clark, but yeah. Man, and thank you guys, man. You guys are like, don't cut yourself shorts, man. What you guys are doing is really blessing a lot of people. And like, I, I listen to your stuff, not only because I'm like friend, but you guys, that's another thing to give credit for your therapists. Cause we have to be, cause, and, and, and I'm not lying, you know, I'm not. And, and, and like, you guys know, we, you guys have done your own enough inner searching because you have to be that for the future. And you as you guys, especially the teachers, you know what that's like, but thank you guys, you know? But we, I, we cannot thank you enough, Micah. This was no. like so good, like not only for our listeners, just but for us as humans. Like I, I like Taylor said, I feel so much better for like the rest of my day. I love you guys. We this love you, Micah. So good. You guys are awesome. We Stay well, you. man. I look forward to the day that we can all be in a cypher suit and just not care and groove yeah. and celebrate, celebrate life and dance and authentic connection. So until then, my man, stay well. We love you and we'll have you on again soon, right? Love you guys.